everybody. Welcome back to the South Shore Yankee Podcast. You're listening to your hosts every week, Nick Giamonti and Richard Pagnato. What is up, man? What's good, man? What's going on? What's going on? Not much. Uh, anything new in your life? Well, actually, yeah. So right before we got this, which is why I couldn't do this a little bit earlier, was I went and I tried um, some cryotherapy. Dude, it's life-changing. I don't know if you know what it is, but um, you literally go, you stand in a tube, essentially, and you just get, like, in your underwear or shorts, whatever you have, and you just stand in this tube for three minutes of just pure ice air getting sprayed at you. I don't know what it is, but, oh, my God, I felt amazing when I got out of it. They say you feel better the next day, so I can't wait to go to sleep and wake up feeling like a newborn baby. Um... Aside from that, I'm really happy and I'm really good because we're one week closer to opening day and fans can go to games again. I think it's like 20, 20 or 30% now. So 20% of fans. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's very exciting. I mean, at first it was 10. Um, and then it was a couple of days ago they finally announced that New York is allowing 20%. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. Yeah, but it's going to be complicated. Like, I almost had tickets to go. Well, I, not almost. I had tickets to go to the Knicks-Nets game on Monday. But in order to go to these games, you have to get, like, a special test. And you have to have it in, like, this passport, which is, like, in your phone. Um, of a specific um, hosp- um, hospitals and testing centers. And when you have to go get tested within three days of going to the game. It has to be sent to your phone. You have to show for your proof when you go in. So going to games is going to be very, very complicated if people don't get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. But Wait, so you have to be vaccinated before going or you just have to get a COVID test? You just have to get a COVID test. So it's oh, okay. a PCR test. So I know for the net game, it's like, oh, you can go to Barclays and they'll test you. But they stop testing at six o'clock. And for a weekday when, you know, I'm working and I don't get out until maybe five if I'm lucky, there's no shot of making it to the middle of Brooklyn <laughs> to get that test. Yeah. So it's a, it's going to be a whole ordeal, and obviously it's the only thing that would make me go get the vaccine quicker. But what's new with you? What's going on? Not much. Not much. Uh, I start a new job in a week in the Village of Garden City, so I'm ex- excited about that. Awesome. Awesome. You start and on what? Monday or what? Uh, Monday the 29th. Oh, damn, boy. Look at you. Look uh, at you. Yeah. I'm excited. But you know what? We need to talk about some baseball. So, um, you know, I, I did want to bring up our starting pitching. I Look, I know it's spring training, but this is the time to see how guys are going to pan out. And so far, our starting pitching has been dominant in the, uh, in the um, spring training. So uh, we can start off with Davey Garcia because I know you want to talk about him and how he's been pretty much lights out so far. You know, I love Davey. I've been really, really high on him for the last two years or so, just waiting for him to, you know, grow into his body and just, like, you know, really take the league by storm. Um, He has so many similarities to Pedro Martinez, that is. He was one of my the most hated pitchers in the world, but I loved him. He was so dirty and filthy, and he just he loved to hate him. And now we have our own, like, mini version of him, and I just, like, am so excited. But I mean, he's had a he's given up a couple runs, you know, 
he's still young. He's like twenty two or twenty three, but um, you know, he's still getting his feet wet, getting knocking off some rust. I think the first game he gave up four runs, and every game since then he's given up three or less. Um, he's leading our team in strikeouts, and he's just all around like he's showing he has the potential to be a true number one type guy. And I mean, when you have a healthy Cole, a healthy Severino, a healthy him. Like, the three of them are potential ones for a lot of teams in the league. They take Literally, you get rid of the White Sox, Dodgers, Mets, Nationals, um, probably the Cardinals, the Braves, um, Cleveland, and maybe... Yeah, that's really about it. If you take out those seven teams... Um, he could literally start for two thirds of the league, three fourths, two thirds. I don't remember. I'm not good at math. <laughs> Whatever it is, like that's how stacked our rotation can be this year, and that's not even counting Kluber, Montgomery, Herman, um, Tayon. Like that's not even counting them. If everybody's like can go back, like if everybody's their dominant prime self, like there's no shot that anybody will do anything against us. But, you know, it's just fun right now. And spring training yeah. is all about the hype. Yeah, but absolutely. I'm really excited. So am I. And uh, I'm going down our ERA list right here. And like I said, spring training is nothing to get overly excited about, nothing to be too worried about. But there are some points we have to look at and say, you know what, this might could be reflected into the start of the season. So, uh, let's see, Chapman, Herman, Guile, Loisica. Uh, Nelson, Tyone, Warren, all have a decent amount of games under their belt. Um, Tyone has three, and all the people I just mentioned have a zero ERA. So none of, them, none of them have given up a run at all. Uh, they have played in a couple of games each. It's actually interesting, because the games I've seen Chapman in, uh, he hasn't closed. He's been playing middle of the game. So... I don't know if maybe they're trying to. They're probably just trying to keep him loose. I mean, yeah, loose as well. Give him extra innings. Yeah, it's nothing special. I mean, it's Uh, spring training. It is what it is. Yeah, none of these games matter. I mean, nothing. What happens matters. It's all about just getting loose, getting you know, acclimated again. Um, And honestly, there's really been no. You don't really need to try out your closer for the last four or five years. Like he's your closer. I'm not too worried about that. It, it's good though, you know, just to have him. If you, I guess, you want to play him. If you want to try to play like matchups and stuff, but yeah, and uh, you know, he's been working on a uh, sinker, which is pretty nasty. I have oh, to yeah? say, I've seen uh some videos. I'm pretty sure it's a sinker. He's working on a new pitch. It's disgusting. Uh, so that's exciting. Uh, yeah, that's typically. really cool. Uh, Gumby has a 0.9 ERA within three games, so that's pretty Beautiful. dope. Uh, Nick Goody, 1.93. Tyler Lyons, 2.8. Garcia, 2.25. Kluber's a 3. Brooks Crispy, Brooke Krisky is a 3. Michael King, 4. Darren O'Day, 4.5. Uh, shocking Garrett Cole is at a 4.7. He's a uh, champion. He gives up a run every first inning he plays, and then that's it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is when it gets a little 
Here's like the back end, which is a little on the scary side. And like I said, nothing to panic over. Just spring training. But Chad Green, two games, 9 ERA. Luis Sessa, five games, 10.13 ERA. Uh, and then Justin Wilson, who we just re-signed, two games, 27 ERA. Uh, now, want to emphasize, it's spring training. Don't want to get overexcited. But that's our bullpen. Those guys are pretty much our bullpen, considering we don't have Adovino anymore. But Tansis has been gone for a couple years. Uh, Britain is now out. So yeah. it's scary. It's scary because our starting pitching got better, and our bullpen, in my opinion, is taking more of a hit. Well, I mean, it's it's scary, but the one thing you know, as bad as the bullpen's looking and as you know depleted as it's gotten, I mean, we have like seven or eight quality starters. You know, they we're gonna you know rotate guys in. I wouldn't be surprised if they go for a six man rotation this year. But even so, like I mean, you're gonna take a guy like um, what, um, well, Savvy's coming back too, so we'll have him eventually too. Who? Severino. Yeah, no, I'm including him and whatnot. But um, you can put in Herman. You can put him in as like a, a long reliever type guy. And hell, you might even convert some of these guys to relievers because you just have so much space. Or you make a trade happen. You pull off a trade. You get somebody like Hater. You throw him into your bullpen and you reestablish yourself as one of the most dominant bullpens in the league. I'm still really, really pissed that we let Batances go. That I loved him, and now we gotta go watch him across town in Queens. Like I'm pissed. So, I know he I mean, wasn't. I know he wasn't yeah. fantastic for the Mets last year, but he was still so good for us. Yeah, no. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, though, uh, the top four strikeout leaders on our team is Domingo Herman at thirteen. Uh, oh, some guy named uh, Lucas L- Luech. He has thirteen. David Garcia, 10, and Garrett Cole, 11. So, these people are getting strikeouts in. Uh, Montgomery has the most innings pitched, so they're really working him this year. Yeah, I mean, training. that's something with Mon- with Gumby you got to do. He, he's just constantly been injured. That I just want. They're trying to build him up, so I'm, I'm cool with that. Let him get as many innings in now. And maybe he's your sixth, star- sixth fifth or sixth starter. And you rotate him in and out every other week or so, just so he builds up some stamina, and then throw him in a bullpen for a game or two. But who knows what they're gonna do? Like but yeah, you briefly episode. you briefly mentioned about Britain. So he's getting elbow surgery on his pitching elbow, which is never good. It's a it's a routine thing. It's bone spurs, which are really annoying. But now it just sucks with the wait for May for him to come back. So I mean, we're missing surgery the... was completed. Uh, a couple days ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. Days ago. So now he's just out for a good, at least a month and a half, starting yeah. with today, let's say. Yeah, he's so, on the 60-day. The, the Yankees are expected to put him on the 60-day injured list. Yeah, so we're probably not even going to get him back until June. So that's a big blow. Yeah, I mean, I mean, at this point, it's probably even too late for the Yankees to sign anyone. From the free market or make trades, right? Because no, you can, uh, you can you can make trades whenever you want. It's the guys that are left in free agency, like they're left there for a reason. They're not that special. 
but see, what? CC Sabathia said last week because he mentioned this on his podcast, and he was saying how he thinks the Yankees should go out and sign a one-year deal for David Robinson. Do you agree? I don't see why not. It can't hurt, and I've always liked David Robertson, so I would... You give him a one-year deal, like two and a half mil? Give him the vet minimum if you can. Just put him on the team. We need a body right now. Uh, anybody. I mean, who? You could could also have the Yankees really push at the All-Star break for Josh Hader from the Brewers. I think that's what they're going to do. I think that's what's most likely going to happen. I like that we got Justin Wilson. Britain's solid. Chapman's good. We have O'Day, who is awesome. Darren O'Day's great. I mean, the four of them alone are just really good. Plus, you know, we have our long relievers and stuff. Like, we have a good bullpen with King, Herman. I, I'm just assuming we're putting Herman in there. There's no word about that, but I don't know what we're going to do. Um, with the and, uh, what's, what's, and um, what's the other guy's name? Why can't I think of his name? I was just a little wise ago. We also um, have he's another, another long reliever. But I would not be surprised if they make a push for Hater. You know, we have a lot, a lot, a lot of pitching prospects and um, valuable starters that we're not going to be using. We might as well throw them out and see if we can get a trade or something. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, at this point, I think it's best to just deal Andujar. There's nowhere to put him on this Yankee team. And I, I don't... You really, if you sit down and be like, oh, well, you could DH him. No, you can't. You have Stanton. You have Jay Bruce, who's probably going to make the roster at this point. Oh, you could throw him in left field. You can't do that either because you have Frazier and you have Brett Gardner as your outfield. Oh, throw him at third. No, you have Giro Shella. And then if he's out, you could always put LeMahieu at third. Like, there's nowhere to put this man. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, I love Andujar, but at this point, you know, he's more valuable to us by being traded i think the world of him i think he needs a fresh start somewhere i think you know maybe three four years from now we watch him on another team and we're like wow he used to be yankee and like look he's killing it like he's hitting 280 he's got 30 home runs or whatever he's he's got i think that's the type of player he can turn out to be you make him a dh or you make him an outfielder i don't i mean i didn't think he was so terrible at third like yeah was he really not great (laughs) yeah but I mean, it's one of the hardest positions. It's it's probably the hardest position in baseball to play. Put him at first, or he literally doesn't have to do much. If he's at first, it's he can probably do that. Or any of the corner outfields, he'll be fine. But, you know, I think other teams know that, that he has such a high potential. And the Yankees know that he does too. That's the problem. Yankees know what he can do, and they don't want to trade him for pennies on the dollar. And all the other teams are like, oh... Well, he was hurt, and he can't field. And then when he came back, he couldn't bat. So we're not going to give you all that. So it's just it's a really, really, really bad game of, like, chess right now with it. And it's like, it sucks. Yeah. I mean, there's one person who's actually making a making a name of himself out there in spring training, and his name is Chris Giddens. He's a first baseman. And uh, he's having a pretty awesome spring. He's played... Let's see. Did he hit that grand slam the other day or something like yes, that? He has. He's been in 11 games. That's a lot so far. 11 games, 8 at-bats. Uh, one home run, 5 RBIs, so I assume that home run was his grand slam. He's batting 375 with a 750 slugging. 
He plays first so, base, right? He plays first base, so he could honestly, because I've been was um following spring training, you know, and when I when I've been watching him, I think he's done great. My opinion, if they give him a bench spot, I'm taking him as a backup first baseman over uh over Mike Mike Ford. Oh yeah, no, Ford's done. Ford is he was I a think, fun project. It was a cute story. But he hasn't done anything in the year and a half he's been in the league. I think a couple people we're going to see not up in the majors this year, unless there's severe injuries, is going to be Mike Ford, Mike Chapman, and I think Tyler Wade's going to take the L this year. I think they're going to take their chances with Jay Bruce or Derek Dietrich or um, who is the other guy uh, who is – I don't think Torino's because Torino's is hurt. I think – Unfortunately, I want him to be like another catcher, but I think that's that sale. Excuse me, because he got hurt. But uh, Yankees got a lot of tough decisions. Like I posted on Instagram the other day, which, hey, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at South Shore Yankees. You can see all our updates on there, and um, sometimes we post some questions too. The other day I posted, who do you think is going to make the last two roster spots? Because it's clearly Brett Gardner is going to make one. Uh, Kyle Higashioka is going to make the other. Who do you put in the other two spots? So, uh, I think, I mean, you could have a different opinion. I think Mike Taupman, Tyler Wade, and, um, oh, what was his name? Mike Ford are going to be sitting out this year, unless it's they're needed. Yeah, no, I think Ford's got no shot. Um, I know you're all in on Bruce. I just don't see them doing it. If you're keeping Gardner, there's no reason to keep Bruce. Like, you're not going to play him at DH. We have so many guys who are going to rotate through there. You already have Gardner, who can play all three outfield spots. Plus, you have Stan, who can also do corners. Um, if you're going to keep an outfielder, I feel like they're going to go talking because he's probably because he's younger. Um, and they love Tyler Wade. I can't imagine them. Like, I mean, if they send him down, it's going to be like, okay, whatever. Like, they'll call him up when they need him. It's not going to be like a permanent thing, but if like Torres or LeMayhew or Urshela or Hurt, like he's first on the list to get the call. All right, so I'm looking at uh, the players, the hitting for spring training, and let's see. I don't know why David Garcia is on here as a batter. I guess he was at the plate at one point. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not going to count him. Uh, so... On this list is 36 people. Majority of the people at the end are just, like, people from, like, AAA, AA. Like, people in the minors, basically, who they're just trying out. Yeah. Uh, big names are at the bottom of this list. Uh, Derek Dietrich, Kyle Gashioka, Miguel Andujar, Tyler Wade, Mike Ford, and Luke Voigt. Uh, last year, Tyler Wade didn't have the best season with the Yankees. He literally had, did not. He he might be a good uh speedster for us and he might be really good defensively, but he just doesn't he really just doesn't have it. Uh let's see. Batting average last year. He just look, he look at his career batting average. I'll just look at last year. But career, I mean we know we know he's not good. His career batting him. average his career batting average overall for the past four years is one ninety. Yeah, we know he's not good. He's, he's, a, he's I a good fielder. He's a shitty batter. But I think this year, him. I think I I know they do. But this year, give someone else a chance. Give someone else who can prove themselves as 
more dependent. Listen, I don't, I don't disagree, but what I think is going to happen is he probably won't make the roster spot. They'll probably give it to Dietrich or somebody. But, like I said, if any of those three or four infielders get hurt, they're going to put that guy on the DL, the IL, and they're going to call him up. So it's it, this last roster spot, I, I know it's all fun to figure it out, but like a guy like Wade... That they love him and they love him for his fielding, and he'll be back. Like as much as we don't want him back, he'll be back. And I mean, Cashman said it not la- not this past season. I think the last last full season, he came out and he was like, Tyler Wade could be a starting second baseman or shortstop for every other team in the league, and we have him as a backup. We are so lucky. We're so blessed. We're so fortunate to have him on the team. They love him. I don't know why, but they do. Was he homegrown? Yeah. He was know. probably like a guy that Cashman fell in love with through the pro, uh, through scouting. And, you know, well, maybe not Cashman, but somebody else on the team like fell in love with him through scouting and saw all this potential and similarities to other players. And they believe that he has the ceiling uh, to do whatever he can. And they're just like waiting on him to do it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I'm choosing someone else, but, you know. Oh, they gave uh, Austin Wells their, uh, their catching prospect a uh, chance this year. That's kind of cool. I think he's going to be our future. Ca- uh, we're going to come back to this one day. I think he's going to be one of our future catchers, but that's a long stretch. So. Well, we'll see. I don't think Sanchez is going anywhere. He's killing it right now. Oh, Sanchez think... is having a great – as much as I – you know, I will argue, I am still not a fan of Sanchez. He is having a pretty decent spring. He's been in 12 games, and I'm excited. Yeah, he's going to be great. You know, he had a really bad last year. And the year before that, everybody was up his ass about his fielding. And, I mean, we know what he is. He's going to be a guy who maybe hits 250 to 270 if you're lucky. But he's going to hit you 30 home runs. And you're not getting that kind of... um that kind of offense from any other catcher in the league. And, okay, yeah, he'll give up a few pass balls in the season, in the postseason, but you cannot run on him. You just can't. He throws out so many guys who try to run on him, and they just get mowed down. So, I mean, you got to pick your times, and if you get him when it's a pass ball, fine, you got him. But if you're running and you get a fastball thrown to him, you are done. You have no shot. In 2019, full season, he had 34 home runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, he had 10 in a 60-game season. It was really about the home runs because when he hit them, that's all he was hitting. He wasn't really getting on base that much, but if he, he got hits, it was just home runs because his batting average is at a 147. Yeah. And his on-base percentage is only 253. So yeah. he wasn't getting on base a lot. He was just hitting home runs. Yeah, and listen, uh, like again, last year, I don't even count it stat-wise because it was so weird for everybody. You had so many people who they came in just so out of shape that you have these guys that they get ready for two months, um, a month and a half. They go in there middle of February, and they train their asses off for a month and a half. And in reality, they probably start like in January, like right after the holidays. Like, okay, boom, let's get back on a regiment. Everything was shut down to them. And yes, they're all, they're all millionaires with money coming out of their ass. They all have home gyms and trainers. 
but nobody was doing anything for four months. They got shut down in the middle of spring training right around this time last year, and then they were told, oh, we're going to try to do it in April. Oh, no, we're not. We're going to try to do it in May. No, we're not. We're going to try to do it in June. No, we're not. They started in the middle of July, and they gave them like a three-week spring training. So there were a lot of these guys who they were getting injured. Like, I mean, look at Francisco Lindor. He had a shit year last year. So, um, typical, you know, Sanchez, um, not Sanchez, um, Stanton got hurt, but he started out hot. Um, Sanchez, you know, he never had the proper time to get back to normal. And same, look at Brett Gardner. He was trash. I hated him the first half of last off, uh, last season. He didn't really pick up to the last 15, 20 games of the season. And we talked Another, about uh... that. You know, there was so there were so many people who needed the proper training and the proper time, the proper maintenance, and they weren't they weren't able to get it because last year when this whole pandemic started, no one was seeing anybody. No one was doing anything. Even Glaber Torres had a really bad year too. I mean he exactly. said he even said he goes, I got really out of shape in that whole gap for the summer. And yep. from Glaber Torres to go from hitting 27 home runs in his rookie year to 38 home runs in 2019 to only hitting three in 2020. He was, he was not himself. Exactly. He was definitely not himself. Yeah. uh, So it was just a wacky season last year and everyone's on Gary Sanchez's ass about it. I'm not worried. I think he's going to come back. I think he's going to do, I think he's going to hit about 260. If he gets anything over that, it's gravy. He's gonna walk a lot. Um, he's got a good. He's got a great eye. You know, one thing I never understood, that's always just drive me crazy, is why isn't the catcher the best player on every team? They sit know. behind home plate, and they watch the ball. They see the ball better than anybody in the game. They see how it spirals, and they see the seams. They see it so perfectly, so clearly for them. And then they come up to the plate, and half of them can't swing the bat. I just never understood that. I always said to myself, like, wow, like, they see the ball coming straight straight at them more than anybody in the league, anybody on their team, and they just they just don't have, like, the coordination to, like, be that good. I don't know. Just yeah. thoughts that have gone on in my head since I'm 10. <laughs> uh, yeah. But that's, you know, that's what we really wanted to talk about today was uh, you know, just a little bit more about spring training. Next week will probably be the last spring training episode because the week after that, baseball is back in town. Uh, so, you know, then we can get started in the season. Uh, Garrett Cole will be our opening day starter. That's going to be known. Hell yeah. Uh, I think it's, what, a 29-man roster? Is that what they're doing to start with? I wouldn't uh, be surprised. I, I know that's what they did last year. Roster size... Oh, uh, okay. There will be a 26-man roster for opening day. Clubs will also have to submit up to 28 players that will either be assigned to AAA or an alternate site. That was in February. I don't know if that was updated since, but that's all I'm seeing. Yep, 20-man, 26-man roster. It's just right. 30. That's your issue. Anyway. All right, guys. You know, like we were saying before, follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. For some updated news, always, uh, always be sharing stuff on there. What's going on with us? What's going on with baseball? Uh, also, it's Richie's birthday tomorrow, so happy birthday, Richie! Oh well, thank you, Nicholas. I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh yeah oh uh, you, you know i do have to announce so we not only on spotify we're on a bunch of different uh platforms as well i am going to pull that up right now i should have had that up before uh if you are listening on breaker google Podcasts, pocket cast or radio public we are on there as well you could hear our voices so don't be afraid to follow us on there also follow us on spotify as well and uh we will eventually try to get to Apple Podcasts, but right now we are making it easy as possible for you guys to hear. So, until next week, I am Nick. I'm Richie. And you're listening to the South Street Yankee Podcast. Have a great weekend, everybody. If you're listening to us on Saturday morning, enjoy your Saturday. See you next time. See you next time, guys. Have a good one. Bye.